You are listening to Don't Touch My Music, hosted by Kiana and Chardonnay, your go-to podcast for all things music. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Touch My Music podcast with me, Kiana, and my co-host, Chardonnay. Hi. Um, as you can tell, it's another Thursday episode because I'm making yes. an intro. <laughs> um, and today, we've got something a little a little different, a little, a little special or whatever. Um, we have a guest. Yes. Uh, who is... One of my childhood friends, actually, from awesome. Namibia. Yeah. Talented hip-hop artist. Ooh. Who goes by the name of Wiser Observer. So yes. we'll bring him on in a few um, so that he can formally introduce himself to you yes. guys. Um, so we're just going to have a chat with him about his music and just all things music in general. Just have a fun little chit-chat, ask him some questions because we're nosy. <laughs> and go from <laughs> and go from there yes we're back with uh tuma aka wiser observer on the on the line yes. on the zoom line i'm about <laughs> to say on the beat <laughs> <laughs> no man on the on the zoom on the zoom line um yeah. welcome tuma yes welcome we we welcomed you right into chaos there Thank, thank, thank you very much. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to sell you guys on Herbalife. Um, it's a multi-level marketing company. All right. So first things first, we yes. need the listeners to know who you are. Please, yeah. please introduce yourself to the podcast. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm Tuma. Uh, my artist name is Wiser Observer. I've known Kian a long time. Chardonnay meeting for the first time. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, but this, um, yeah, I'm a musician, producer, audio engineer. I guess like in, in these kind of times, you have to be many things mm -hmm. all the time. It's, uh, it's not the same as back in the days. I don't know what back in the days <laughs> I'm referring to. <laughs> oh, look at me. Chardonnay's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> word, word. <laughs> So I have a question that I've actually been like super curious about for the longest time. And I don't know, I just never asked you. <laughs> I just never asked you for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Why is your artist name Wiser Observer? Like, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Why that? I wish there was a dope story behind it. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually, in high school, I used to go by Cavity 13. I remember. And that. you do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wild. Um, yeah. And then... <laughs> And then like in 2013, after high school, I was like, okay, I want to take this music thing seriously. And I wanted to change the name. Um, and then I'd heard about how Childish Gambino got his name mm -hmm. through that Wu-Tang Clan generator. Mm -hmm. And so I tried it and then I got Drunken Observer. And oh. I was like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be Drunken Observer. That's a yeah. bit much. It's a, it's a long time to have drunkenness associated mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. So I changed it to Wiser and I was like, yeah, I like that name. And then people ask me like, why Wiser? And then I'm like, what is the joke? They can claim they're the wisest, but they'll always be wiser. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's, that's deep. That's, <laughs> that's, that's dope. That's all. Can that's I cuss so, on you? Yes, I, of course. I mean, it's too late now. Oh, all right. 
No, you, no, you can, no, you can. I no, cast okay, you can. I cast weekly. <laughs> you were saying um you started your music journey in twenty thirteen, right? Mm. Right. Um what what made that switch for you? Because like I remember you used to be really into art. Like you used to draw comic books all the time. Yeah. Which is why I remember that cavity was your nickname in high mm. school because of the yeah. comic books you used to draw. <clears throat> so what made that switch from like drawing art to making music as a form of art? Well, first of all, man, your memory is deep. Um, yes, I remember everything. Comic books, my word. Yeah, um, yeah, I used, the switch came from, because I didn't know what to do after high school. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, in the meantime, while I'm trying to think what I want to do, I'm like, let me just take this music stuff a little more seriously. And then that whole year of 2013, like, I was really excited about it. So I was like, you know, let me just keep pursuing it. And I started looking for degrees related to it. Mm. Um, so I don't think it was a really conscious decision. I just like, uh, all right, what now? And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm going to try and do. I mean, fair enough. That's yeah, how yeah. I got to where I got to do. <laughs> I was like, I should do something. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I like, just be out here. Yeah, yeah. It's that thing of that thing of um, everybody says you should go to college, so you just go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to follow up with something that you said earlier. So you said that you do almost everything. So you produce as well. Yes. And then you record and mix and master all your own music as well. Mm -hmm. It's very so, exhausting. Uh, I was just gonna say, tell me about that. Tell me, tell me about that, because I know mixing and mastering could be very exhausting, but also like the mm. producing part, like to come up like with ideas and sounds and how you would want a specific mm. beat to sound like. Tell me a bit, a little bit about that process, your creative process. Well, ideas are a lot more fun because okay. when you stumble on ideas, then you, in that moment, it's 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 great, but uh, trying to make it work, that's where it's a bit emotionally texting and mm -hmm. like all right is this a good idea anymore i don't and and i think like if i had it my way i think definitely i'd delegate all of those stuff. um i remember in in university uh my friend raymond mri mantra shout out mm -hmm. and if you're listening to this but um yeah he so what usually how we'd work on music is i just build the the like the foundation of it just enough for me to so i can write to it and then he would do the rest of the producing make it sound nicer and <laughs> and so he he was there like he could do the mixing and mastering as well so that i preferred because then he could drive in, drive himself insane over that and then i can just go and chill because <laughs> mixing and mastering is just yo, yeah. it, at yeah, some point you're tough. not oh i know what it's like for me like it's, <clears throat> at some point you're not even sure what you're listening to anymore and mm. uh, you're yeah. trying to see the frequencies that you're hearing and it's just like nah i it's it's insane and then finally you release it and then like a week down the line you're like oh there's something else i missed out and that's that's not fun yeah, yeah no I, I was imagine. I was gonna ask as well as like you said you write your own music like do you encounter creative blocks um often or yeah definitely but yeah. I've learned to just write now because mm -hmm. it, it's again it comes to that idea thing you can't really make ideas that you find dope you just you just each day you try something and then sometimes you stumble on something that's really fucking dope and you're like 
all right, this is awesome. But this, I have a lot of rubbish songs in my laptop. And like, yeah. you just have to write and then like, then along the line, like I know for this year, for the songs I'm working on for next year, there's some old stuff I looked at and I was like, hey, that's actually pretty dope. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I just wrote that day and just have it, I think that's, a lot of people say this, you just have to do it. And then like, you, you practice it basically. And yeah. then you stumble on something great. And then that's what you release. And that's what you work on. That's how I do it anyway. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then, i.e., songwriting. Do you write mm. like full song sentences or just like ideas or all of the above? Now it's full songs. Um, in I, one go. I try to, in one go, I try wow. to finish oh. at least one song a day. Um, nice. Before, but I, I started off with first just um, a verse a day mm -hmm. or just a, a day. Um, so that's, this has been over the course of years. So I haven't been, I didn't out the gate writing yeah, a yeah. full song every day. Yeah. And then also like the way I do it, I just write to a certain point. So I'll do a couple of months, I'll write the song every day. And then the next couple of months, I'll pick the ones that I like and then work on those. And then you mm -hmm. can rummage through the lines and see which ones you can replace. So for me, I find that better. Like the way I metaphorically see it is that like how artists paint, you start mm -hmm. with like big broad strokes and then then you can start bringing down like the details of shading. You focus on the eye on the jump. That's yeah, you're bound for failure like that. Yeah. yeah. And your music, can you describe your music for me a bit? What would you say your style of music is like when you create? Ooh, I think self-reflection is the best description I can give my music Th those are the ones I tend to write the most mm. um it's songs that I'm trying to either um describe what I'm feeling in terms of like criticizing myself or it would be in the form of um like first person talking to either myself or talking to somebody else. So I think self-reflection is the best way I can put it. Mm. I think those are a lot more that come naturally. It's the more like melancholy and looking inwards. Do you think mm. like from when you started to now that your style has evolved mm. and changed? Like, has it always been self-reflection? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, last year excuse me last year i tried to do a bit more um popish music mm -hmm. um but those are a bit more i was trying to make songs that were a bit more marketable mm -hmm. um which not to say that i i don't like doing mm -hmm. um but um I've even heard this from friends. They've said before, like you know, the best ones they usually like for me are the ones where I'm, um, um, like sad and like. Mm. <laughs> no, that tends stuff. to be the case. I like it when you're sad too, man. That's when you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh No, but that that tends to be the case, isn't it? Everybody's always excited for Adele's next heartbreak so she can release an album, and I'm right. like, yeah, guys, <laughs> can Stop Adele it. live? Listen, <laughs> to be happy. Yeah. At least, right? Oh, goddamn! So that evolution, I think, I think the content, I don't think it's evolved significantly, mm. but I'll definitely say my sonic scope and I, 
the way I build songs has definitely evolved. And I do like it. It's a lot more, I'm more proficient now. Whereas mm-hmm. before, like I couldn't, if I hit a wall, I'd give up and not look at it for like weeks. Whereas yeah. now I can work on it daily instead of just like giving up on it until I happen to find it again. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I've seen that growth more because I've only really started writing a, well, I've tried to write a song every day. I've only really mm-hmm. started that like 20, end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, it was very, so that growth, that growth between 2020 and till now, I think it's definitely because I like, I write more often. It forces your brain to be more creative, creative yeah, I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to have that, out, that, that daily, daily outlet. It probably 100%. feels good too in terms of accomplishments. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must be so 100%. satisfying. Because after you know it's done and it's there, yeah. it's, and it, it's like, a oh. lot more than trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? And you're obsessed about trying to make that one song work over a course of, mm-hmm. I don't know how many days. And then, and then like that, that, that expectation just keeps getting worse and worse because now you're like, all right, is this chorus good enough? And you're like, okay, yeah. now is it the perfect word? And now you keep getting more tunnel vision and like, whereas if it's just done, then you can focus on the new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you were saying, like a lot of persons was like, oh, I, I like when you make the little sad songs or whatever. <laughs> Do you find like a lot of persons can relate to the stuff that you're saying in, in your songs, in your music? Like the what is the feedback from that? I think just because they're more honest, I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. I think it's, I don't think it's necessarily how the songs are necessarily built. I think it's just more honest. And I think most people can relate to honesty. Yeah. Even if like, you don't understand what that person is going through, you can feel either their pain or their joy. And you're like, oh, I've felt those feelings. Yeah. Then you can be like, all oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's the, yeah. the sincerity. Yeah. 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 Sincerity. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you're in Namibia. I am. <laughs> yeah. You're you're in Namibia. Yeah. Um, and I know I interviewed you already for my my thesis about like the Namibian mm. industry, kind of. Okay, so from what I researched and what I gathered from talking to people is that it's not an easy one to navigate because of the mm. way it's set up, right? Um, how do you find it? Because I remember, I remember, I think it was before you went to Cape Town for your studies, mm. you used to do a lot of the open mic mm. and stuff at the warehouse and whatnot. Mm. Um, and like, obviously now with COVID, made performances and all that much harder but at yeah. the time how how did how did how did it feel like the industry itself the space the vibes were 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 people out there actively supporting or do you think it's not really the place for these things uh, um Sorry, it just sounded like a, a parent. It's not the place for these things. <laughs> Sometimes. Listen, I'm nearly um, 30. <laughs> I've think... got adult vocab. <laughs> I think I, I, there, are, there is a community here that supports the arts. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think there are people who actively try and do that. But uh, we forget, not we forget, Namibia is small. So like any community already has, so like there has to be a a group of people who even go out to anything Mm -hmm. that's art or entertainment related. And then out of that, you have to find a group that goes out to live music events. Then out of that group, a certain genre so once you start bringing that all down, you start falling into numbers into hundreds. Yeah. And that's not very, that's not a huge group of people to work with. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely support behind these kind of things. Um, mm. I, I try and do that. There was a um, film, like a short film thing that, that happened, I think, last, oh no, Tuesday. When I'm current. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, even those things, like, um, I think there were only 50 of us there. Mm-hmm. Um, so these kind of things, they, it's a very small group. Yeah. Um, and I, from what the musicians that I know, they have to supplement their income. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, I'm smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They have to do other stuff like voiceover work and and I know Lioness, she's also Mm -hmm. a doctor. So like you have to do these other things outside of just that. But I guess that's that's everywhere, I um, figure. Um, And then uh, also it depends what your... So it depends what age you are. I mean, like in 2013, I was like living with my mom and like, so I didn't mind going to like performing at open mics for free. Yeah. But I mean, like now, like I've got like food to buy and yeah, internet to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they, so your goals become different and you, there's certain things you want to do, but I mean, like you either do them knowing you, they're not going to bring you in money or you hope they bring you or you find something that brings you money or you find some other like kind of reward of like maybe collaboration or mm. marketing yeah. so it de- it really depends I think that support is there it's just you as an artist you should navigate that knowing that we're not alive yeah so mm. it's like um, a limited space if you will yeah, yeah absolutely I haven't I haven't been back home in in a while so I wouldn't know these things currently in terms of mm. like radio and stuff, but mm. is radio in Namibia, do they spin local artists often or is it more <laughs> Western or, and South African, obviously, because I know that there's also a lot of South African music that circulates, but yeah, is it, is it yeah. one of the... One of the one of the places where Namibian artists can be like, okay, cool, radio's got me, like local radio stations. Mm. Uh, from what I know, mm-hmm. I don't have the actual data to back this, mm-hmm. but I have. I know that the biggest stations they tend to play music that's popular on on a Western scale, mm-hmm. um, because you're more likely to join listeners that way. And those mm-hmm. kind of radio stations have much. They're big businesses. Who, yeah pay for the ads on those radio stations which yeah, keeps yeah. them alive so <sighs> i don't think personally I, I i don't even try and navigate that avenue of trying to get my song on the radio um it doesn't seem worthwhile to me 
but I don't think you're, I don't think you're, 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 you're bringing in a lot of listeners to your music if you, if a radio station plays your song. Um, yeah. Most people have the aux code in their car or Bluetooth mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and like, you're going to have to tell your audience like, hey, my song is coming on at this specific, specific time. time. So like, it's, I, I, maybe there's some artists out there, like, I remember years ago there was um, uh, this rapper. He was telling me that they pay they pay I think five dollars every time they play your uh, track on the radio. Mm -hmm. Now, in comparison to streaming services, that's kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah. But also, mm -hmm. like, what they would, they're only gonna play a song once a day. Like that's that's how they work. So it's yeah. not gonna. Yeah. I don't maybe for the exposure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem worthwhile to me. I was going to ask, seeing that you were talking about like radio and like putting your songs on the radio and like the struggle, I was going to mm -hmm. ask like, what are some problems or issues that you face being a musician? Yeah, how long you get? Um, so do you mean me personally or things that I see generally for, for musicians? Um, yeah, yeah, essentially you can give me both aspects, your experience and what you've seen from others. Okay. I, for me on a personal level, I, I think what's happened now and which I wish I'd seen sooner is the saturation of the amount of artists and the amount of music that's being uploaded constantly. Mm. Um, I think, because <clears throat> I, I can honestly say I've only really become disciplined in 2020. Like st starting 2013, like the the intent of pursuing it was there, but there was no structure and I had no goals. So not, mm. I had no real steps going anywhere. So looking back, there was a lot of times where like my songs were doing, the plays were doing a lot better. And also back then, the ad, ad, AdWords, the AdWords that you could <laughs> run on Facebook, they were much cheaper, yeah. much, much cheaper. And I wish I'd taken advantage of that more. Um, but also back then I wasn't looking into like this kind of stuff of like this input data and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I think definitely the amount of saturation and even ads now, like it's, it's, it's getting much for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so the barrier of entry is much lower, um, which is great, but also that means there's, there's a lot of riffraff that's also coming in and that's, mm -hmm. There's nobody to manage that. And like yeah. someone who's looking for music, they, they're going to get overwhelmed. Like, this is too much. This, I'm just going to listen to what I've always been listening to. This is. Mm. Yeah, I see that so more and more. 100%. And the older you get, that the worse it just becomes. You're not trying mm -hmm. to find your new favorite artists. Like once you start getting older, you already have them. So and you're yeah. usually just going to keep listening to them. Um, so that attention span is something that's very difficult to grasp. Mm. Um, so I guess you kind of just, oh, I think also you have to put out a lot more content now. Yeah. Um, content that both is engaging and also somehow has to like funnel them to, for me, for me example, funnel them to your music. Like exactly. that is... And then you have to do that daily. It's, yeah. it's very, it's, so you have to plan all of this stuff now. So like now I have mm -hmm. to, of course I have to do the music, get it mixed and mastered. And then I can be like, all right, let's plan the content out. And then you have to edit that. 
And then you can schedule those because if you try and do that per day, you're also going to go crazy. So like there's yeah. so much admin all the time around. Yeah, it everything. becomes a full-time job. Yeah. 24 7 365. Yeah. 100%. And um, that's, I guess that's the game now. Um, like you can't, you can't, you can't just put out your music and then expect people to, to just magically stumble upon. Some people do. I'm grateful yeah, for them, yeah. but like that's, yeah. That's not a great strategy anymore. And um, yeah. I feel like with, um, now to cut you off, I feel like with social media now <laughs> and digital marketing in play, like it changes so much things because of the way how um, people would discover music back then is not the same way that they yeah. would discover it now. Yeah, then, absolutely. Yeah, and having like an entire page curated with your content, mm, yeah. it kind of lures them in. It's like, a, oh, a new discovery. Let me see what is mm-hmm. going on here, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like it's you have lo- to, you have to, not almost like you have to pre-make the content so that in, yeah. in, in any moment, if somebody can discover you, there has to be a bunch of shit Absolutely. that they can look into already. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, um, it's, yeah, it's what you said. It's much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and a also, lot. Like, it's, it's a lot of, the returns are much smaller because you're doing all this mm-hmm. effort. Oh, definitely. It's like you get, you get a certain amount of views on mm-hmm. your, let's say your, your, your IG reel. Mm-hmm. And then there's only a certain number of those people will actually go to your account and mm-hmm. a smaller number of those will actually go to that link, whatever you have there to listen to the song yeah. and even a smaller number of those who listen to the full song. So like yeah, it's yeah. just yes. down the funnel, it just funnel. keeps getting smaller yeah. and smaller. It's, it's a wild time. <laughs> it's a yeah. wild time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, it's not easy in the creative industries. So I think mm-hmm. even, even when you're in audio based markets, you have to have a a visual that's going to accompany it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because people just want to look at things now. (laughs) It's a a good point you made because um, Nicki Minaj just released new music with uh, upcoming artists. Well, she's not really upcoming, but I don't... Anyways, Nicki Minaj (laughs) just released a song. um, And... I noticed that artists just don't release songs with like a visual, like they usually release it. Okay. Some still do, which is yeah. like, mm. but I mean, most of the time they release a song with a lyric video where yeah. Yeah. the, the gra- it's yeah. just graphics all over and then the words popping up. Like it's, it's visually appealing and interesting yeah, to look at and listen to at the same time. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. When I saw visualizers coming up, I'm like, what the hell is a visualizer? Yeah. And then yeah. When, I, when I click on it, I'm like, oh, okay. It's just like a vibe. To yeah, it's the like, mood, the mood center yeah, for the song like, or album. Yeah, to tell me like what is going on with the song. Cause like, and I was like, it makes sense. Visualizer and I'm visualizing what the song <laughs> would look like, you know? So I'm like, okay. I would watch lyric videos if I know that the artist is not going to release a music video. Because I'm like, give me something. Because I, mean, <laughs> I just can't just... watch the picture. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And I think it's even now, because I'm trying to do this thing where I release every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And trying to trying to build content around that is also just becoming ridiculous so now yeah. to a point now i started thinking about that visual thing a lot because now if i'm i'd rather than release once a month mm-hmm. and then have 
different kinds of visual content that I can yeah. release each week for that one song, then trying to do one for every two weeks. Because mm -hmm. it's 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 so much, so much work you're putting in, but it's like, yo, yeah, the return, the return of investment. Returns, is my Our word. Yeah. Are there any artists that you uh, kind of look up to or that inspire you that you say, okay, um, or like you just analyze the way that they do things and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I can kind of take this path or? Uh, I think right now who's really impressive to me is Baby Keem. Mm -hmm. um, but I Baby think on an analytical level, not really. I think the the furthest I do with that is like, is just maybe the rap lyrics, like whatever favorite song I love, I'll look at the lyrics and then look at the metaphors because that way I can see it better. I see the flow yeah. better. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, um, and anything I try to learn new, I usually find YouTubers, because um, yeah. then those videos are usually like ten minutes, and like it's condensed, and you can, and you can listen to it in the background. Because trying to do it on your own is. I think sometimes you find great ideas, absolutely. Um, yeah. But like it's I, for me, it works better if you find these guys on YouTube and they actually say out loud what one artist is doing, and then they compare it to another. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. an analysis, <clears throat> an analysis vibe. Yeah, it's like a mini school, a mini class. Yeah, man. I do like music videos though, and yeah, I think I I I do want to reach a point where I can like hire people to make music videos mm -hmm. i think all of this kind of stuff i do to like save money yeah but um it's always better to work with somebody else who knows a lot more than you and then that way you can have an idea and then they can make it come to life now you're trying to figure out what lens to use on youtube like the day before like that's that's just yeah, yeah. that's time you're trying to put in also and you're just like it's, it's not worth it but like yeah I'd, I'd love to shoot a music video where like it's story based mm. and narrative based yeah so but i know like I've I've low-key accepted that mm -hmm. I shouldn't expect sustainable income from like streams. Yeah. So I need to find something else that will allow me to market it that way mm -hmm. and then not expect anything from the streams. Because I think even labels do that now. They don't I don't know how true this is, but I read an article where like labels buy equity into the like the streaming platforms. <laughs> because they know they're not making enough returns mm. on the actual music. So and that's, like that's the tea. <laughs> 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 so mm. when I heard that, I was like, if y'all are not expecting some money from these streams and the artists are in the millions and billions, I am not trying to go down that avenue at all. Yeah. So I think what tends to happen is now like they use <clears throat> they use the amount of streams almost like a marketing. So yeah. they inflate their streams and they're like, oh, look at this artist. And you're like, wow, 10 million views. I got to check this out. So mm -hmm. like, it's, that's where we're at now. It's, it's crazy. It's actually yeah. really insane. Labels pay very, very big money to get their artists on Spotify's top playlists. The whole, the whole business model, I think is just a problem because you're not, but I think that's coming down to the whole entertainment side of it. It's yeah. not a lot of it is set up really for breeding good music anymore mm -hmm. personally that's what i think mm -hmm. i mean if you're, you're if you're under pressure for your album to do at least a half a million plays within the first week that's yeah. you're you're not really caring about the music now you're thinking how to game the system yeah. and then because that's more on your mind 
And I mean, even movies are like that now. Like they have to make like what? Hundreds of millions of dollars like within their first week. What kind of pressure is that? How do you, that's yeah. a good incentive to make a good movie. Now you're trying to, or rather let me yeah. say creative movie. Let me say that. Maybe good is too subjective. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to do something different anymore because now you have all this pressure from like mm-hmm. your studio or executives. Like I, I, I can't imagine that kind of pressure. That does yeah, not seem immense. fun. Yeah. It's immense pressure. I think once you cultivate that following, you can do whatever you want. As long as you're secure yeah. in the knowledge that your fan base is yeah. a loyal you one and it's going to be very consistent in their support for your mm, career, yeah. then yeah. you can do whatever you want. I completely understand that, like, and me and Charlotte were talking about this the other day, actually. I completely understand trying to navigate the music industry in a safe way mm. where you can kind of guarantee some kind of positive outcome for yourself. But I think that once you reach a certain point, you've got to let that shit go because people start seeing right through it and they lose yeah. interest yeah. so quickly if they see yeah. that you're in this Absolutely. for the wrong you know, reasons. I yeah. like music like when it's authentic and you're mm-hmm. dropping it because you feel at the moment is the right time to drop it. And then mm-hmm. when it's out, not to expect like, oh, I need these numbers. I need this amount of money. No, you just want people to listen really mm. and feel good about it you know yeah 100%. so yeah okay okay tuma tell us <laughs> what are your plans for the future so the people know what to look out for uh-huh well i still haven't decided this year whether i'm releasing anything because mm-hmm. i decided last year i was gonna release every two weeks i was mm-hmm. very consistent on it um oh and then yeah then my friend died in december and then mm-hmm. so like a lot of my emotional like feelings <laughs> emotional feelings <laughs> emotional took feelings. a very different different turn and like yeah, yeah. the music that i wanted to put out i didn't like anymore so i started from scratch mm-hmm. so i still might because i'm pretty close to finishing up my recording side of it mm-hmm. but um depends how long it's going to take now with like the TikToks and the content for YouTube. I'll maybe start releasing it in the middle of this year. It will be May, May or June. And then that will be back on the schedule again. Um, but I am trying to get this new um, gig. I don't want to say what it is yet, but mm-hmm. that potentially will bring me in a lot more money and then I can pump some more like I can upgrade like the the content that I want to put out so mm-hmm. I'm first waiting to see on that mm-hmm. because that might take up the whole of the year then I'd rather just focus, focus on that and then I can start again the following year and then come in strong but otherwise yeah I the songs are pretty much ready um, I want to figure out some features see if there were are going to be any features mm-hmm. and then put that all together because I, I, I do like releasing every every so often yeah because i'm i'm at that stage where like i'm i need to be in your face all the time otherwise like it's you forget mm-hmm. um not, not in a bad way that's just how it is because like there's no real investment from yeah. someone who doesn't know me yeah so and also kind of works like content as well it's like oh this is cool yeah. every two weeks i'm expecting something from wiser and it builds the followers so like it's all intertwined so if I can have that already, then I can just schedule it. Then I don't have to be stressed about, oh, this week I didn't record my last content video. Mm-hmm. Then that way I can work for next year's, the following year's songs again, and then have yeah, more yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the plan. 
And then if that thing I'm going to do, if that works out very good as well, I'm hoping next year that every two weeks, they'll also have, each song will have a video. So then that way okay. I have the funds for it and like, yeah. 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 But yeah, this is okay. all contingent on a lot of things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep our fingers and toes crossed for your yeah, project thingy to come through. Sending mm. the good vibes or whatever. For sure. Tight, tight. Hmm. So mm. on our Monday episodes, we do this little thing with each other where um we we say what our favorite songs have been that week, whether it's yeah. new mm-hmm. releases, old releases. So I want to ask mm-hmm. you the same thing. Are there any songs that moved you this week or that you wish to recommend to people to check out it can be your own songs too obviously the song is too bad mm-hmm. by frank cogliano okay, it's like okay. a i don't even know how to describe it an indie edm pop punk mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know um that was actually the first song in a while it had an ad on instagram and i was like why not i've got literally nothing to lose yeah so i clicked on it and i have it on repeat until i hate it and i love music <laughs> nice <laughs> the, i do that too the other song is let me find it here i li- i heard it on there's a comedian neil brenner he's the mm-hmm. guy who worked with um dave Chappelle. The song is see the light by a band called electric guest nice i haven't yeah. heard of either of them so i'm gonna check no. them out i'm gonna plug a wiser observer song Oh no! I want to plug a Wiser Observer song purely because the opening line <laughs> tickles tickles my funny bone <laughs> in, a mm. very, in a very satisfying way, and it's that's my halo <laughs> with the regular regular guy, <laughs> with the regular regular fella. <laughs> so everybody, regular, check out. De- I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember where I heard that from. I think a friend was quoting a movie. Yeah. I think that's where that line is from. Regular regular. Yeah, it it like it it tickles me every time I hear it. It just like, ugh, makes me makes me smile. And also, just that's my halo is a whole vibe. So go check out that's my halo Thank by you, Wiser Observer. I gotta check it out. Yeah, do the things. The other one I wrote down is "Wait a Minute" because I enjoy it by you, sir. Oh. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, Bye. But like by Wiser Observer. Oh, Wiser, how do you spell it? <laughs> I, uh, my wiser recommendations are those two songs. That's cool. once again, that's my halo. And wait a minute, okay. um, scope the things to my plug your uh, social medias for us so that the people yes. know where to find you. Awesome, that's at wiser observer on Instagram, um, wiser observer on Facebook and on YouTube and on Spotify and all your favorite streaming platforms. And I had to get on TikTok. I was fighting it. Um, mm-hmm. I can't uh, can't run away from it. I'm on there at at the Wiser Observer. Cool. Awesome. Dope. Yeah. We'll we'll also put it in the um, video description and the Spotify yeah. and the Anchor description. All right. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. 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 yeah of course. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here on the yes, podcast for so some this was fun. for some fat this music chats. Come yes. back anytime. Yes, for sure. We can have we can Definitely. have we can have more uh more debates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um Tuma, thank you for being on here. Um come back again, like Kiki said, because we're gonna be here mm-hmm. and we ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Um and yeah. It was fun. We it was definitely of- no, this fun. Was fun. It yeah, was it was so definitely fun. fun. Thank you um, also for being our first guest. And also yes. yeah. 
Also, dope. also, this episode is coming out on Tuma's birthday. Yes. March twenty. Oh, yeah. March twenty fourth. Everybody, go wish Tuma a happy birthday on his Instagram. Appreciate it. No, this was fun, guys. Thank you for bringing me on. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching and listening. Um, and if you like this uh, episode, please don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment, and share it with your friends. And if you're listening to us on Anchor and Spotify, please don't forget to follow us and um, rate our podcast and leave a comment uh, if you like. Also, guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Don't Touch My Music Pod and follow us on TikTok at Don't Touch My Music Pod. There you can see all of our bloopers and the silly things that did not get to make it into the podcast. So, guys, thank you for watching and listening. Till next time. Bye. Bye. For music lovers, industry professionals, and anyone who just wants to stay in the loop, Tune in every Monday and Thursday for all new episodes, where we'll tell you everything you need to know about music, artists, and the industry. 